In today's episode of the Motorhome Matt podcast, Matt is going to Manchester for the Caravan Motorhome and Holiday Show 2024. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a nice, nice week away in Manchester, up in the north. And we answer your questions on keeping your battery voltage high in winter, SIM cards, and a Scotland's fans meet and greet. What's that all about? Okai the new. Welcome to the Motorhome Matt Podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. Industry insights, expert advice for the world of motorhomes, caravans and campervans. And it's brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Now, do remember to follow on your favourite podcast app. Or if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe and the bell. Brought to you by arabasecreative.co.uk. Straight into it then, uh, Matt. Uh, you're about to head off to Manchester for the Caravan Motorhome and yep. Holiday Show 2024. I've got to go in a minute, so come on. We've got to get on with this. Yeah, what's different about this show then? <laughs> the organisers have absolutely sold out the floor plan, which is amazing. There are more dealers there than last year, and they're promising more than double the vehicles they had last year because that was one of the criticisms of the show i have to say that there weren't many motorhomes and caravans to look at which was fair there weren't but this is a really different show to perhaps the other indoor shows so the ones in birmingham for example um, this is a show uh, where the exhibitors are the dealers not the manufacturers so this is dealers spending their own money to take a stand which is not cheap it's, you know they can spend tens of thousands of pounds to go to a show like this and they're taking their own stock uh, so we are expecting to see a wider range of motorhomes from a range of manufacturers uh, and more dealers than were there last year so and this year of course dealers have got stock that's been the big difference uh, supply chain has eased certainly and with last year dealers maybe had five or six motorhomes on the forecourt they're back up to 50 60 or more so uh, yeah it's going to be an exciting week and what's the destination show next door? Uh, that's another thing that catch people out. You're walking around looking at a Swift, a Bailey and an Adria motorhome and then suddenly you're looking at a stand promoting the Maldives or Egypt. It's like, hey, what's happened? And you haven't noticed that the colour has changed of the carpet that you're walking on because you've walked from the Motem Caravan and Holiday Show into the destination show which is co-located with this show uh, so they kind of split the hall into almost half uh, the destination show is a little bit smaller but it's lots of smaller stands with lots and lots of tourism destinations tourist boards come and take a stand travel partners come with a stand uh, and it's a great little show to go and walk around to get some inspiration to go traveling maybe outside of the uk europe and further afield so it's a really interesting spin on a day out i have to say so if you go along and buy ticket for the motorhomes you get into destination show free as well that's do you? right yeah it's an extra bonus so you can walk around that show as well and it is fascinating it's good what are you waiting for then oh i'm off in a minute there's no time <laughs> like the present the guys are in the car they're waiting to go right oh, i'm right. off right i'll see you later bye have a good week see you party time <laughs> we're here we've made it we're at the caravan motorhome and holiday show 2024 here in the heart of manchester at the beautiful manchester central what a venue. This is the first show of the year for many of us. And if you've never been to a show before, a brilliant first show to come to. 
The show features around 60 exhibitors with dealers and businesses from the local region. This year it's great to see more than double the number of motorhomes that we had here in 2023. And there's a range of motorhomes from Adria, from Leica, from Swift, from Bursner and many more. Plus there's a huge number of awnings as well. And of course we've got caravans and accessories, so plenty to come and see. I'm delighted to be joined by the show director. This is Rob Debenham. You're a very, very busy man. So how's the show been for you, Rob? That's all right. So the, the big elephant in the room, Rob, last year we had few vehicles in the show. Yep. We know why, supply chain, COVID, mm. all of that stuff. Yeah. It's quite different this year. Yeah, it, yeah, it is different this year. We've, we've more than doubled. Yeah. We've more than doubled the number of units. And that's what visitors asked us to do the market has enabled us to do it this yes. year we tried to do it last year but we just couldn't uh, so there's more than double the number of units in the show this year which yeah. and, and so far feedback from uh, from dealers and from visitors has been really positive so yeah i'm, I'm really quite certainly pleased. we've been talking to both the mm. exhibitors and visitors it's really positive feedback yeah. what a lovely feel the show is it's a much slower pace than maybe some of the other indoor shows. Is it that is. fair? Yeah, I think that's really fair. I think that's built upon the fact that um, that this is uh, a regional show. It's not a national show. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a national show. It's a regional show with pre-selected uh, regional expert dealers. The visitor pool for the show is probably a 60-mile circumference of from where we are, and pretty much the exhibitor pool is from a 60-mile circumference of where yeah. we are. So we've got we've got local dealers talking to local people and I think that means that when they start to engage properly there's no there's no fuss to get it done right now because actually they're on the doorstep so they can kind of dip in dip out the number of vehicles that we've got and the number of visitors that we have actually means you probably get more time to just chill and look at a a vehicle and a product properly get inside without queuing for 10 minutes or 15 minutes it's a leisure vehicle show that's leisurely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just, I'm going to write that down. Right, that's a good, that's a good, good positioning statement. Yes, Use right. it. Yeah. So um, would I be right in saying as well, the show's slightly bigger in terms of the floor plan? Because this show is shares the venue with destinations. Yeah. Is destinations shrunk a bit? No, we've taken all the catering out. Of, ah. off, we've taken the catering off the floor. Catering, the, there are really important hygiene factors when you're putting together a show. So you need to have an appropriate amount of catering and you need to have an appropriate amount of seating. Because if people get uh, tired, they need to sit down. I don't want them to leave. I want them to sit down here, mm-hmm. refresh themselves, and then carry on looking around the show. So, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've, what we've done is we've increased, actually increased the amount of catering, but we've put it carefully outside uh, in that hall, and we've put it in the foyer as well. So it gives us more room on the floor to put more vehicles on. Right. People don't need to leave the building to get a cup of tea or a sandwich or to have a rest and then they can come back in so it's kind of that's the design it seems to be working but I think dwell time then the amount of time that a visitor stays in the building has actually increased from last year and visitor numbers it seem really strong it's busy yeah it's busy I mean they're a great crowd this lot they get here just after 10 o'clock and uh, and and it's now what are we now it's kind of 10 past one and there's still people coming in so yeah, yeah it's busy it feels it feels nice but not too busy no. you can create an environment where actually people get so hustled and bustled that actually they're knocked from behind with people with backpacks on and and actually it spoils the atmosphere of and you referenced the fact that it felt it's got a nice atmosphere and it's got a nice feel genuinely has and i think it's that's probably got to a visitor level which helps us do that feels buzzy enough and people are post-purchase reassurance they think i was right to come here Mm -hmm. because actually there are lots of people here and i'm having a good time but it's not quite so busy that actually they think 
I can't deal with the aggravation of this and it's tense and I want to go. So yeah. we, we may, may have, Crossfinger's just got the balance right. And 2025, any plans you can tell us? Uh, we're looking at trying to extend. There are other facilities at Manchester Central, so there are other halls at Manchester Central, and so we are looking at that. Of course, all these things come with extra cost, mm. uh, and I need to look at what the market conditions are at the time as well. We are definitely 100% back here in its current configuration, absolute minimum. It might be an opportunity for us to, to drive it up a little bit more uh, in 2025. And which element of the show do you think you would grow if you're given the opportunity to? I think we want more tourers, more motorhomes. I think we've lowered the number of statics year on year, so we will respond to uh, visitor feedback for that because that's the reason why there are less statics this year and more tours and motorhomes because that's what visitors want to see mm -hmm. so it might well be more to, more tours more motorhomes i'd like to see some more parks i'd like to have a bit more of a park area because that ties in really neatly with a holiday and travel show over there as well the idea of actually selling a destination selling the campsite so i think there's i think there's room for us to because that's why people buy these units is to go to these amazing places yeah. that's the point they don't just buy them so they sit on their drive and kind of look and then wax them once a month. They buy them as a means to an end so they can get out and experience with their family, with their friends, or get away from their family and get away from their friends. It depends what reason they've bought the unit for. Um, so I'd like to see maybe some more destination stuff. Well, we'll follow that with close interest. Thanks, well done again on selling out the floor plan. Thank it's you. great. It's a, it's a brilliant show. I love it. Really Thank enjoying you. it. So I'm here with a new exhibitor, not just to this show, but actually to the industry with GPS Bob. This is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, very well. You're very welcome. So this is your first motorhome show ever? It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Why is that then? What's brought you here? We're pretty new to the uh, tracking market. We've done a lot of sales throughout last year and we've probably seen that it's a lot to do with motorhomes. So we thought, well, come here, give it a go and see how it goes. So yours is a tracking product? Yeah that keeps a motorhome secure, yeah. uh, Thatcham approved. Yes, you can uh, get Thatcham approved devices from us. Yeah. And other types of tracker as well? Yeah, well, a little bit different to everybody else though, because normally you'll buy a tracker, uh, you pay so much for it up front, and then you sign up to a monthly fee. Yeah. But with ours, what we do is we charge you one lump sum. So for 159.99, we can give you a tracker that'll last you for five years with no monthly fees. It's a really intriguing product. I'd love to unpack it a bit more with you another time. Definitely. But what's your take on the show? Oh, really good, actually. I can't believe how busy it is. Yeah. We thought uh, yesterday and today would be a bit quiet and then pick up on the Saturday and Sunday. But to be fair, it's been really busy today. Good. And can we tempt you to any more motorhome camper van shows this year? Definitely. We'll be looking forward to them. Now, I'm delighted to be joined by Glenn, uh, Preston Caravans and Motors. How's the show for you? Matt, this show we've been coming to for many, many years. And it's great on many levels we get to basically showcase our dealership which is about 35 minutes from here we can present ourselves and show people that on the doorstep relatively speaking there's a dealership that rents motorhomes sells new and used caravans and motorhomes we have a big owning showroom we're specializing accessories and we can service and repair the vehicles so it's great to actually put across that that's what yeah. we can do and it's not very far away yeah but also obviously we can sell vehicles that we bring here which obviously you know we do but also the other real important factor for us is the timing because it's what we would call a curtain raiser it's the first sort of exhibition in the uh, new year yeah we can get a real feel of market trends mm -hmm. we can get perspective of what the customer wants and equally, the sort of industry vibe and information people can get 
by that I mean there has been a significant difficulty over these last few years in getting chassis. Uh, manufacturers have problems with components for all the reasons that we know mm. the Covid catch-up, Ukrainian situation but now we're just starting to see the chassis becoming more readily available so this exhibition can put that across to people yeah. it can confirm that the caravan and motor on business is very much open for business they can come along, see something order it and get it within a few weeks rather than saying it's going to be eight months and they basically just get fed with that which is understandable yeah. so that's a real positive we're starting now just to see a little bit of economic recovery where mortgage rates are coming down a little bit now hopefully in the spring or even sooner hopefully interest rates will start to come down because again that's been a bit of a hamper yeah you know trying to get a finance deal that meets people's budgets has been a bit difficult but hopefully we we can see that that will improve so glenn i get the impression you're feeling upbeat about 2024 and the year ahead you've got to feel upbeat we've got a great array of, of products the uh, chassis are now starting to come through so that's a real you yes. know shot in the arm hopefully uh, from an economic perspective things will start to improve and then there's going to be some momentum gathered. I'm delighted to be joined by Brian and Matt from Glossop Caravans. Brian, how has the show been for you? The show's been good. We had an excellent day yesterday. I got one more in there today. I'm our busiest day last year was uh, Saturday, so we're expecting good things out of the show. Yeah. Been very good, no, nice and busy. Well, it's Friday as we have this chat now. Yes. So you're hoping we're in for a busy weekend? I am indeed. Yeah, I yeah. think I think our busiest day by a long way was Saturday last year. So we're not putting all our eggs in one basket with it, but no, we're looking forward yeah. to it. Great stand. You've got a lovely spot here. It's huge. Well, we're quite fortunate. We've we've been uh, assisted with the Swift Caravans and Swift Motorhomes. They've come with a lot of uh, ideas, so we've just brought the ideas in from Swift. That was yeah. good. And how was 2023 for Glossop? It was good, yeah. We uh, we was fortunate enough that the brands we've got, we do three brands, which is Coachman, Eldest and Swift, and it was all good for us. Supply chain started to come through good, so that was good. So no, I was all yeah. happy, happy enough, completely. Now, you're yeah. very much a caravan man, aren't you? Uh, what about motorhomes? How are they? Well, motorhomes are, are easing up a bit more. It's a bit challenging with motorhomes. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. But the supply chain is, I would describe, as challenging. It's better than what it was, yeah. and it can only get better. Do you so, think it's going to ease as we go into this year? Oh, it's got to do. It's got to do. I do, honestly. We've, got, we've just got to make it easier for all our customers to buy a motorhome and get it on time. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that, really. And what do you think we're in for this year? It's a good product that we're all selling. It's a leisure industry. It's, in our opinion, it's a challenging time, but really good. So we're looking forward to the year. I'm sat with the lovely Phil Barker at MB Motomes in a beautiful Burstner. This is glorious, isn't it? It's stunning. Burstner Elegance, probably one of the best products that Burstner are currently manufacturing. Yeah. Um, so we're at Manchester Show with it. This particular one's under 83,000, but proved really, really popular. And how has the show been generally? Yeah, the show's been good. Yesterday, I think, we've seen some really good footfall lots of good customers genuine customers people that are really thinking about buying or trading up some of them that are getting smaller they want to downsize so yeah really good feel to the show and are you finding many people are coming and they're buying a motorhome for the first time um no i'd say that the first time buyers we had a lot of them as a result of covid at the back end of covid mm. but no i'd say that we've got a lot of customers changing they probably bought what they had to buy they couldn't get anything else at that time so lots of people now understand what they want 
and they're changing for what they want. So we're going to see a lot of second-hand motorhomes coming back into the market then, you think? Yeah, I think there's quite a lot of product coming on the market. It was very buoyant with used stock early part of last year, but we're starting to see a bit more normalisation of the prices in the market. So you are going to see more stock. You are going to see those vehicles with fairly low mileage on them, and hopefully you're going to see them at a bit more of a realistic price. So does that mean you think prices are coming down? Um, I don't think they're coming down. I think they're just no longer inflated as to what they were. Okay. At the trip end of COVID, we really did see a surge in, in demand. Their customers were buying whatever they could get their hands on. Mm. It was pushing retail prices up. The, the whole supply chain was falling apart, so everything was getting more expensive. And I think we're just back to where we were pre-COVID, really. Uh, 2023 was our strongest year, but we set records every year, if I'm honest with you. Mm -hmm. So we're selling just shy of 400 units. We take on another manufacturer with Hymer, but that didn't come on to the latter end. But yeah, I think your, your whole dealer network, whether that be caravans or motorhomes, saw a really good year last year. Yeah. Now, you went at the show this year. Was this your first time at this show? Yeah, so we did Event City, which was mm -hmm. normally in the Trafford Centre. It was a bigger facility. We could display more product. And we did that as MB in partnership with Burstner. We've looked at this show, it's generally a bit, quite a bit smaller for us. It wasn't really on our radar, but we, Greater Manchester is a big area for us, with a lot of customers there. So we've brought a smattering of our product, try to give people a feel that we're still here, and we've got all these brands that we can serve them with. And your view then for 2024, how you think it's going to be? Yeah, I think 2024 will be strong. I think from a customer point of view, I suppose the power isn't now all in the dealer's kind of forecourt. It's a bit more back to normal. There will be deals about. They're not going to be massive, but you can have a bit more choice. You're going to be able to get the spec you want, and you are going to get better availability. Yeah. And you think the timeline, the, the supply chain timeline, is going to improve this year? We've still got an overhang. I'd be lying if I said we didn't. But I think those timescales of eight to nine months are going to be halved. I think you're going to really? be able to, yeah, you're either going to be able to get your product at your forecourt depending on the brand that you're after but otherwise I think you're into three to four months is more realistic really that's exciting I'm with you on that Phil <laughs> yeah it's good for me yeah, yeah I want absolutely. to be able to sell the stuff and get it to the customer particularly when the sun starts shining in March yeah. so yeah I think it's great news for the customer good news for the market great news for the network I'm here with the lovely Hayden Yates from North Wales Resorts uh, in one of your amazing static homes. Uh, is this a static home? It's a lodge, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lodge. It's a twin unit, we call it. A twin unit. It is beautiful. Now, this is a big effort to bring a, a product like this to a show here in Manchester. It must cost you a fair few pounds to do that. Is it worth doing? It's phenomenal for us. It's a, a chance of getting to meet people that didn't have any idea of owning a holiday home, uh, but they come here for to the show for a little bit of inspiration. They're looking at tourers, motorhomes, tents, um, everything's here, holidays, holiday destinations, and we're just another facet on the diamond of what is the British holiday home scene. The diamond of the British yeah. holiday home scene, I love it. Now you've got four locations, haven't you? We learned that from you last year. Yeah, we've, got, uh, we've actually got a new one this year as well, which is on the Clim Peninsula. So we're on the beach of Morvan Evan. 
which is near the famous Tea Cork pub, which is uh, yes. voted as one of the top ten yeah. pubs in the world, I believe. Yeah, How's the show been for you then? It's phenomenal. It's a, It's been really, really busy. The first two days have really took everyone by surprise because I think last year everybody knows in the industry was quite a, quite a, a difficult time where people had decided to stay at home and gather their thoughts and think about cost of living crisis and all of those kind of things. But I think this year is going to see a completely different mentality and a different sort of change of attitude, really. I think people are just bored of sat at home and not spending their money. So yeah. I, I've got bored not spending my money, so I think people are going to be uh, a little bit of a different mindset this year, hopefully. And have you had some good inquiries so far this week? Phenomenal. We've already got some fantastic appointments set up for the for the coming weeks when we get, when we get back. Um, so we just come here to find customers rather than sell the holiday homes here at the show. Yeah. So we find customers that are interested in doing something like this. Um, we show them where they can be located when they get back because they've got four different opportunities to do that in North Wales with us so it's uh, when they see the homes in their own situations in Anglesey in Snowdonia on the Slim Peninsula there's lots to choose from they are beautiful Hayden I have to say I love them I mean I'm a motorhomer through and through but you know I can see myself in one of these I have to say maybe we could do a deal we've had a private conversation off air Matt and I think you've already done the deal I bumped into my good friend Jason Maudsley from Tottington Motor Company. You've got a dealership just half an hour or so up the road. You sell new, used motorhomes. You hire them. You're a busy man. You're here at the show again. What do you think of it? We were here last year as an exhibitor. It's great to see that so many local companies are now supporting uh, the show here in Manchester. And there's a lot more vehicles here than last year, isn't there? Yeah, last year I think... uh, you know there just seemed to be lots of awnings and the destination show seemed to have a, a good amount of space where this year it's quite refreshing to see yes. there's lots of leisure vehicles and have you had a chance to speak to many of the exhibitors here today uh, i've spoke to one or two i've just been here for a couple of hours yeah. and uh, yeah the the people i've spoken to have been quite pleased certainly with this morning's footfall it's been very positive certainly that's first show of the year for many of us kind of kicks the season off doesn't it do you think it's a show where vehicles are sold or is it just the case that people are coming getting out of home and just coming and having a look and seeing what's about my personal view is that exactly that i think people are coming just to have a look planning their buying decisions for maybe later on in the year well hopefully they come back to you and uh, hope so. <laughs> go and get a motorhome from you. Uh, where can people find your business? We're Tottington Motor Company and uh, we're based uh, just down the road in Bury. Come and have a look. I've just bumped into a famous face here in the north of England. It's Mr. Brendan Riley. So, what are you doing at this show? Going to buy a new van? Not. You know. No, no, no. Just go, I don't know. I live in um, Southport, which is near Liverpool. Now, you're a bit so of a local celebrity, aren't you? Not really. No. Go on, you are. I've done a bit of stand-up in the past. Yes. A bit of stand-up? Yeah, a bit of stand-up. You've been on the telly 30. box and everything? Yeah, kind of, yeah. But, um, I, was, I think I was on the television more in the first five years of my career than the last 25, yeah. <laughs> They're always looking for something new, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're always something fresh. Now, yeah. you, you were not long ago in Afghanistan. Tell me more. Right, so I'm stuck in a... Okay, so I, I, my background is to do stand-up comedy, okay? I've done it all over the place. So I was in Afghanistan at Camp Bastion entertaining the troops. It was a few years ago, and uh plane broke. Basically, I'll cut to the chase. We were trying to get home. I was with Jason Manford, who's a good mate of mine, and we were trying to get home, and the only flight they could get us out of um, Bastion was a proper full-blown Ministry of Defence flight 
even though we'd gone in with the troops, we were allowed on... So it's, I think it's about where it flies and stuff. So the only plane that was going out was a Globemaster going via Turkey. I shouldn't say this top secret, this. <laughs> via Turkey. And because it was a NATO base, we had to actually be official staff of the Ministry of Defence, not entertainers working for the army. Yeah. So we needed to get ID. So basically we were enrolled into the military to get home that's what the thing was and the id we needed we needed two forms of id jason was all right because he had his passport and his driving license but i think at the time i didn't even have my driving license with my photo on and the only id i had on me was camping and caravan club id because it had my name on it and they took that as evidence that i was not a terrorist so i got out of there because i was member because they thought no terrorist is ever going to think of using this as a black way to get ID. Yeah, so there you go. So if you want to join the military, go and join the Camping and Caravan Club, yeah, and they'll let you, you in. First, they'll let you in. Yeah, there you go. Top C. We shouldn't say this, should we? Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, we'll tell them. We'll tell yeah. them. They're here at the show. So yeah. how's the show been for you, then, Brendan? I really enjoyed it. I went to the. I think it was last year. I went to the the NEC, and I felt it was a bit too big. It was just massive. It was it was impersonal, I suppose, is the best way to describe it. So we've been having a look around some of the stalls. We've been looking at some of the vans as well. Even though I'm not in the market to buy a new one, I think I'm happy with what I've got. Got a Bailey. Right, keep it British, yeah. No, it's good. So you got you got of course you got awnings and stuff. I've just bought a hose pipe for my Cadac. Big spender. Hose pipe, yeah, tenner. A tenner, a tenner. It's nice, there's a nice feel to it. It's very, very, very friendly we were talking about this I wasn't sure why I didn't like the NEC show it's not that the NEC show is not good and you should go there but I don't know it was just like it was too much it was too much going on really yeah. it was vast where this is a little bit more size wise it's smaller and stuff and uh, no it's a nice feel it's a yeah. nicer feel yeah brilliant now one last question about your experience in Afghanistan yes did you have to dress up in full uniform of course I did yeah but I do that anyway <laughs> No, we didn't, no. I'm a civilian. I'm a civilian. You're a civilian, right. Brent, it's great to see you. We're going to get you on the podcast in a future episode. Okay. And we're going to talk about some of your European adventures in the motorhome with the kids. Yes. Uh, Because you do it in quite a big way, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so last year, and I'm planning uh, 24, so 23 I did six weeks, the whole summer holidays um, with the kids, with my two kids and the missus. And we went to, drove all the way through Europe to Croatia. And then the year before, I did mainly Spain. We sailed into Spain to Bilbao and then went into the Pyrenees and went over to see Carcassonne, which was on our hit list. We all wanted to go and see Carcassonne. And then back into back down the costas via Madrid. And that was another six-week one. And then this year is going to be Don't spoil back, it. Don't spoil back, it. Okay, okay. This year's Europe again, and I'll tell you more about that later. Well, we'll catch up yeah. on that another time. Cheers, Great to see mate. you, buddy. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of the show. Keep up the podcast. I'm a big fan. I'm here with Andrew from Altrincham, a visitor to the show. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good afternoon. How's the show for you? It's very good. It's a nice little little venue yeah. that you can get around very easily. There's not that many people here. It's fantastic. It's a busy Lovely. show, though, but it there's is space, busy. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. there's plenty of room to look around yeah. and bits and pieces to see. Now, I know that you've got a motorhome. We were talking earlier. What yeah. have you come to see today? I Mainly to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm honoured that we bumped into well, each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant. So what are you going to look at this afternoon? There's a very nice Mercedes down there, converted by Heimer. Yes. Superb machine. On the MB stand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. You, temp- you tempted? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've just bought a Rapido, 
which is fantastic. Two and a half thousand miles in October, November. Where did you go? South of France. Lovely. And Spain. It's superb. Yeah. I like Brilliant. it. And where are you off to this year? Not decided yet. We're doing to go Scotland early part of the year. Hopefully yeah. when it's a little bit quieter. I'm here with Monty. Now, if you're listening, Monty is a giant brown bear and a pair of blue dungarees. <laughs> now, you're part of the Modern Mobility Stand. We are. Uh, the stand selling, uh, uh, selling the scooters? Well, we're showing them, selling them, displaying whatever. I mean, we have a big online shop, so yeah. it's just really letting the public know what we have and what we can do for them. Now, I'm delighted to be joined on the stand by the lovely Andy Jenkinson. You're a pillar of our industry, really, aren't you? If anyone's been watching you on YouTube. How long have you been writing, blogging and reviewing caravans? Uh, I've been writing since 1992. Uh, Started off with classic stuff, which again is one of my specialist areas. But I also did, started to do reviews on new, used... Then moved on to motorhomes in the mid-90s, camper vans, and also did park homes, holiday homes, basically anything to do with this leisure vehicle industry. You are a wealth of knowledge and a big historian as well. Uh, now, you remember this show, gosh, a long time ago. Yeah, I do. I mean, this show, to me, was a nice local show. I'm just outside of Blackpool. Uh, I could be here in an hour. And back then, uh, I actually bought my first new caravan here. When was, was that? 1987. Wow. That was the days when they had Miss Caravan. A Miss Caravan competition. There was Miss Atlas, Miss ABI, Miss Swift. Didn't, didn't the band used to strike the up and all these to, women used to the, scantily clad they parade did. around? They did. Strangely, a lot of the men used to disappear from the stands. I don't know why that was. <laughs> I don't think it's happening this year, I have to be honest. No, I've not seen any signs of it, have you? <laughs> no, and what, what do you make of the show? There's no Miss Caravan this year, but what There's do you no make Mr. of this Blobby show? Mr Blobby talking it up either, is there? Mr Blobby, yeah, yeah. he did. He, went, he opened a show once, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, and I think he did um, uh, one of the... Uh, I think Miss Barbie or something, or like a Barbie look-alike. And, oh, there's been all sorts... A few Coronation Street people have opened it up and, and what have you. I mean, they used to sell second-hand caravans here as well at one time. In right. the early days, yeah. So it used to be at Event City, but we're here at yeah, a beautiful venue... City. Manchester Central, it's a stunning building, isn't it? It is. I've got a bit of a soft spot for this building because I think it's a really nice, cosy atmosphere. Yeah. But I say, it's been really busy today. The footfall, the the hours have been, they've been rammed, haven't they? They've been great. I'm I'm amazed, actually. And don't forget, they've made these these aisles, like somebody commented before, they said, the aisles are a lot bigger, aren't they? And I said, Mm. yeah, they are. So you've got these dealers that... Uh, are supporting the show and I think that's really good there's plenty of awnings there's quite a bit of accessory stuff mm. and what also is quite good as well you've got a lot quite a few of the park people so again you've got quite a few Lake District people Yorkshire Dales even down from Nine Acre was Blackpool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you for coming over and saying hello it's, it's great to that. see you yeah, always walking around you. with a camera around your neck oh yeah and if anybody sees me and often people do always willing to have a chat about cameras about ones, anything Anything on that scale, come and have a word. With it's me. hard to shut you up, in my it experience. Actually, <laughs> that's what a lot of people say, but anyway. <laughs> See you later. See you later, Matt. Cheers. I'd like to say a huge thanks to everyone who took the time to speak to me during the show. Uh, really appreciate you doing that, both visitors and exhibitors alike. And it's been really interesting, too, to hear the views of 2024 and what we might be in for this year. Frankly, really encouraging. Uh, It's been a great show. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. The highlights for me had to be interviewing Monty the Bear and getting a cheese pool courtesy of Mr Andrew Dickens. Uh, It's been a brilliant week. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you at a future show and we look forward to what this show will bring in 2025. See you next time. Matt's back. Hello, Hello, I'm back. The Manchester show. You're just like (laughs) Doctor Who.
Um, Doctor Who? Yeah, just like time travel, isn't it? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I, there was no time travel. Was there not? No, it was a good few hours north, though, and a good few back. Mm. Yeah. Having a good time? It's been a great week, I have to say. Yeah, really good. Great fun. It's the Motorhome Matt podcast with me, Keith Gooden. And me, Motorhome Matt. Brought to you with that, leisureshop.com. John Moore is in Cheltenham. I'm living in my uh, motorhome full-time at the moment, and I've got uh, 600 watts of solar panels and two large gel batteries, but finding the voltage is dropping now the weather is getting colder. Have you got any tips on how to keep the battery voltage higher? As I guess they just aren't charging as well during the day as they were uh, when it was warmer weather. For instance, uh, would leaving the diesel heater on uh, during the day on really low, would that sort of keep the batteries topped up better? Um, any tips would be greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot. There you go. It's John Moore and Cheltenham, Matt, talking about his batteries. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. John, you, you're onto something there about keeping the batteries warm, and certainly the, the ambient temperature they're operating in, keeping that above freezing, that's definitely going to make an impact. It's a real challenge, you know, trying to keep batteries charged at this time of the year. Uh, with all that solar on the roof, you know, they've got limited time to recharge, uh, and if you're draining heavily off the batteries, then you are fighting a losing battle there. It's going to be about monitoring your consumption during the day and during the night um, trying to make sure that the solar panels are clean so they've got the maximum opportunity to recharge the batteries I mean really the next step John it sounds like you've gone all out with solar on the roof um, is to take a step up to lithium as you know John I'm sure it's going to be an expensive step um, gel batteries are great they're very very heavy and very effective but the only thing I can suggest really is take a step up to lithium or just try and be very very conscious of what you're consuming absolutely and i've got solar panels at home i think i've mentioned it before yeah uh, and this quarter is always uh, one of the lowest quarters we live in the northern hemisphere it's only light for six to eight hours a day in in the yes. winter which means on a bright day that's probably you're going to get four or five hours charging time once the sun comes up and once it sets that's not long even if you've got lithium batteries uh, i think you're gonna to have to wait till spring yeah it's a, as i say it's a challenge this time of the year uh, it's, it's a common conversation throughout the motoring world and the boating world as well uh, people living on boats have the same challenge um, and you know you see an increasing number of canal boats absolutely covered in solar and what they're battling really is this time of the year where they're trying to maximize the charge from the sun um, so make sure you're always parked in as direct sunlight as you possibly can be um, and just trying to optimize your chances really the other thing to remember is of course a diesel heater leaving that on has a fan and that is going to drain the batteries so you know it's a double-edged sword really keeping them warm is a good idea uh, but that's going to drain itself so it's yeah, it's a difficult one Carol Smith's in Hastings. Hi, she says, we met you at Shepton Mallet and you told us about the £50 Amazon MiFi SIM. I think it was 120 gigabytes, bits, bots, but can't remember as we bought one off you. Thank you. Hi, Carol. It's nice to hear from you again. You did buy a SIM card from us. Yeah, it was a 120 gigabyte data only SIM. Uh, they were on Amazon. It was an EE SIM. Uh, there are loads of them out there. I have to say they're quite hard to find on Amazon because it seems the resellers disappear. So we are actually, as a result of your question, Carol, we're going to go and buy some and we're going to put them in stock 
at thatleisureshop.com and they're going to go in stock at cost. So we're not going to mark them up. It's just an easy solution to find a SIM card for your Wi-Fi router, uh, which is what we were talking about and I was talking about this week at the Manchester show. Um, They are a brilliant solution, 120 gigabyte. They last for 12 months. They're data only and they are £50. So um, if you you can find them online, but we will have them in thatleisureshop.com. I'm going to go and order some this afternoon. Fantastic. Thanks, Carol, for that. Stephen Melvin's in Wishaw. Ah, I know the wizard of Wishaw. John Higgins, the snooker player. My wife was the operations manager for World Snooker for 23 years. Was she really? Yes, she was. She was really. I've got a cupboard full of waistcoats. I bet you have. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen says, I hope you had a very happy Christmas and a new year with your family. Are you doing any meet and greets with the fans in Scotland? Ah, here it is. I see. No. What? <laughs> do you know we hope to go to Scotland it's a beautiful country Jude and I are planning to take the motorhome up do a bit of a tour of some of the coast uh, this spring so yeah we'll let you know when we're up there and we'll give you a wave be fantastic wouldn't it you can meet up with Matt we do a Matt meet yeah. <laughs> a Matt meet in Scotland Scotland uh, so there is a show in Scotland but no we're not going to, it's a long way for us to go for a show yeah because um, he's down in the southwest of England it is yeah. a, a, a long way but absolutely 100% if Matt can get there he will get there for you and we, we would love you. to we've been trying to yeah. go for the last few years and I'll be honest, we've been a little bit frightened about going since COVID and all those horrible stories that we've been hearing. But uh, recently... Spoke what, are the Scottish more infectious than the rest of the world? No, but just all the awful stories about motorhomers being getting a bad rep or oh, yes. you know, being yeah. abused and so on. Yeah. So it was Gemma and Campbell from Highlands to Hammocks. Mm-hmm. We had them here. Mm-hmm. We've got a lovely episode with them. They convinced me that all those stories, yes, some of them are true, but they are absolutely not commonplace. So it's like, right, okay, renewed confidence to go. So we've done bits of NC500 and we've done bits of travel around Scotland. I've done it on two wheels. I've done it in a classic car, done bits of it in a motorhome, but we want to go and have a week or two if we can come carve it out the diary uh, to go and take our camper up there and, and uh, have a little tour around so yeah we're hopeful we can do it well claire is in aberdeenshire we have lots of listeners and viewers north of the border do you still do an eu checklist and handbook please love your podcast with keith not keith. with chris or man mattress as i was called i think before keith that's me thanks claire we do yes uh it is thatleisureshop.com forward slash europe In fact, I've been talking about this at the Manchester Show this week. Now, there are a few things to note, though. There's a video on that page you can watch, and there's a checklist you can download. A couple of things in it are now inaccurate. So I refer to, for example, the ETIAS scheme and say that that's being introduced mid-2023. When we recorded it, that was true. It's now been postponed to May 2025. Can't you overdub it like they do in the Hollywood films? Not with the YouTube what, videos, sadly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like Heidi. Do, 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 do. Remember that program? Your money, my funster. <laughs> funster. Yeah, money, funster. No, you can't do that with the YouTube video, sadly. Oh. But the Etias has been delayed. So this is the uh, European travel. I can't remember what it stands for. Uh, but it's basically a, a visa exemption certificate that means you can travel in Europe without a visa. Uh, there's a cost, seven euros. Go and download the guide. There's all the info in there. When it's being introduced has been delayed. And it might even be delayed again. At the moment, as we record this, it's May 2025. 2025. 
2025. Not 2024. 2025. But it says 2023 on the video. It does. <laughs> Confused? You will be. Yeah, welcome to UK <laughs> government policy and Europe. Cheers, Claire and Aberdeenshire. Okay, if you're not asked Matt a question, it really is very simple. It's mhmp.info forward slash ask Matt. That's Motorhome Matt podcast, mhmp. mhmp.info forward slash ask Matt. It's really easy to do as well. You can just fill out the form and submit it, or we'd love it if you'd click the orange button and record your question. Please tell us where in the country you are. We can put a pin in the map, uh, and then we can share your, your question onto the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please do click the bell and subscribe. And that's been brought to you by arabasecreative.co.uk. Just one question, Matt. Yeah. What's that under your kilt? Ah. That's not a kilt. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com.